Hello and welcome to the weekly VM Campos comic book club. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is the podcast where I answer, what am I reading this week? This week marks the end of season two of the podcast. 52 weeks ago was season one, and next week is season three. So next week I'll begin the third year of this podcast. Well, what am I reading this week? I've got Underdog, 1975, number one, from American Mythology Productions. What stood out to me right away was the cover. This is variant cover number three, a.k.a. the classic cover, and it's by Patrick Owsley. So admittedly, I didn't really grow up watching Underdog, the classic cartoon series. I vaguely know about him, and I don't really have any of his comics. But for a little bit of nostalgia, I picked up this book. There's a cool little prologue on page one that gets you up to speed. The Underdog cartoon was a staple of Saturday morning children's television programming in the 60s and 70s. There were comics that continued Underdog's many adventures. In 1975, after Underdog's run on syndicated television ended, Gold Key Comics started publishing brand new adventures in a series that would run 23 issues ending in 1979. So basically, this comic publisher, American Mythology, has picked up the torch after issue 23 to create a brand new issue with a few new stories and some classic reprints. So this is sort of like issue number 24 of the classic series. Hey, that sounds a lot like the Marvel Legacy, what they did picking up at a new number from an old book. So the creative team is The Rubber Duck and Dog's Worst Enemy, written by Steve Skeets, pencils by George Wildman, inks and colors by Matt Hansel, and letters by Natalie Jane. Now these two stories are stories that were written back in the 70s, but then were now actually drawn and released in the 21st century. Then we've got Bigfoot, Machine Made Madness, Chasing Cars Again, Weak in the Knees, and Down the Tube. They were originally published in 1979, Underdog number 23. Those were written by Steve Skeets and art by George Wildman. So the best reason to pick up this book is if you've got Underdog nostalgia, you used to watch the TV shows or you used to read the comics. Or perhaps you've got young ones that you want to introduce to this classic cartoon character. Me, I'm neither. I don't have kids. I never watch the show. So honestly, um, I didn't like this book. It wasn't for me. It wasn't my target audience. The stories are very simple, very gentle, very juvenile. The art in the two resurrected stories is fine. It's flat colors throughout, no shading, no cell shading, no gradients, just big, bold, bright, bold colors, which is very reminiscent of the old days. The inks uh, seem to be done in, uh, you know, computerized, maybe a, a Photoshop or Illustrator. They're very clean lines. They have a variety of line weights. In the first story, Underdog fights the almighty duck who gets some sort of uh, toxic waste radioactive powers that make him stretchy. He seems pretty unstoppable. Will Underdog beat him? Of course he will. The second story, Underdog battles some huge warrior from Sparta 
Underdog is on the ropes. He's not gonna make it. Is he gonna be able to beat him? Yes, of course. Then we've got these classic reprints. And I do mean classic because uh, it's, it's from the original uh, prints or plates or whatever they're called, the original pages of art. You can see the halftone colors, the desaturated colors, just uh, classic reprints. Underdog battles Bigfoot. It looks like this brute has Underdog on the ropes. Will he make it? Yes, of course he will. Next up is the Machine Made Madness, where Underdog is hypnotized by a machine that makes him evil. Underdog suddenly becomes evil. Oh no, will he make it? Yes, of course he will. In Chasing Cars again, Simon, a mad scientist or something, I don't know who he is, um, fires a ray at him that turn that makes Underdog revert back to like a feral canine state. He's chasing cars and all of that. Will Underdog return to his old self? Yes, of course he will. So, there's two more stories, and they're exactly like that. Underdog looks like he's about to be defeated, but Underdog ends up coming back. So, again, extremely simple stories. Uh, great for the kids, or for those with nostalgia, but I was basically sighing through the whole book, and I told myself a couple of times, do I really need to read the rest? And I did. Just, I, I don't know, for... Just to honor the classic creators, but... I didn't enjoy the book. I never watched Underdog back in the day. I never read Underdog comics. I picked this up for the cover, the cover I really like. But the stories within, I didn't. Sorry to end season two in such a downer, but they can't all be winners. I'd love to hear your take or your memories on Underdog in the comments. And I'd also appreciate it a lot if you like this podcast or my videos. For you to head on over to patreon.com slash vmcampos and think about contributing a dollar a month. Well, what do you get for your whole dollar? Every Wednesday, I've got a brand new podcast about comics. Every Monday, I've got a video about Magic the Gathering. Every other week, I've got videos about number one comic books. Every month, I've got a comic haul to share. Every so often, I've got videos about classic Magic the Gathering cards. And throughout all of that, randomly, I've just got videos and audio about random stuff. Your dollar goes really far. I think it's worth it. So this week I read Underdog 1975 number one from American Mythology. Thank you for hanging out with me for two whole years. On to year three. See you next week.